Hey there, everybody. Welcome once again to Principles and Fundamentals of Business. I'm here with Adam McInnes, who is a lifesaver for me and my secret weapon when it comes to go high level. Uh, just recently joined his VIP membership because he wowed me on a YouTube video that I happened to stumble across. And I literally just messaged him and said, hey, um, I, want, I want in whatever you're doing, I want in. Um, he actually started as a client of ours with the IDX integration solution. And he runs uh, Estimator Tools, which is like an amazing solution that he created. And I just kind of wanted to bring him on and interview him and kind of show you guys the journey and evolution that you need to go through in order to find your sweet spot to be able to you know, make your offer, whether you're selling Go High Level or any other business, whatever it may be, he's got an interesting story that'll help you all. So welcome, Adam. Yeah, thanks, G. How are you doing? I'm doing well, man. I'm doing well. So tell us, tell us how you got started in Go High Level and how it all started and and you know, walk us down the story of like where where you went, came from to where you're at now. Oh, I'll I'll try to give you the Coles notes, but it's a long one when you think about all the different things that happened to get to where I am today. Um, but I so really short version. I was in a uh I, I've been in the tech industry for the last 15 years of my life almost. Um, and I started in a telecom company and, and I got, I had no business getting hired to that company. Um, we just kind of got really lucky, really blessed to get into it. Um, and I picked up the technology side really, really quickly. Um, and basically my job there was to program um, IP based phone systems. Um, and so again, I came from framing into that. Um, I had no business being there, but I picked it up really quickly. Um, and I worked my way up to the senior tech role and I started training everybody underneath me um, in about five years. And then after that, um, I'll, I'll just do a really quick plug because I think this is cool. But I quit that job and went and I got my commercial helicopter license. Um, and so I'm a commercially licensed helicopter pilot, although I haven't flown it forever. Um, after a couple of years there, I called that company back and I said, hey, I don't want to do this anymore. I've got a family. I've got a house. Um, you know, do you have a spot for me? And he said, well, um, I don't have a tech spot for you. Uh, you're no longer smart enough, is what he said to me as a in, in jest. But he said, "Hey, how would you how would you like to try sales?" And I was like, "Ah, you know, sales is one of those things that I said I would never do." Um, but I said, "Yeah, I need a job. I'll uh, I'll I'll do some sales." Um, and originally, I actually wasn't even hired to do full outside sales at all. Um, I was meant to be basically a paper pusher to assist the existing sales reps, um, writing contracts and things like that. And what ended up happening is they weren't keeping me busy enough. Um, so I said, okay, well, I already have these relationships with all of these clients cause I installed all of their business phone systems. So I just started calling people and I ended up being the top salesperson in the company in the first year that I was in sales and I wasn't even supposed to be. Nice. Um, and that's that year was like the year that I was like, holy smokes, like I just made this company $750,000 um, and I got paid 65. And so, and that's kind of really where I started thinking. And you weren't happy. What was that? I said, and you weren't happy with that split? I was more than happy with the split. I was more than happy with the company. Uh, and even to this day, I'm still very good friends with, uh, with my former boss. Um, but that's what got the gears turning, right? Like, holy smokes, I just made somebody else's company $750,000. Yeah. 
uh, without really trying. Like that's, that's how I felt. Um, and so I said, okay, what can I do for myself? Right. What can I start to build for myself that can get me to that point? Um, and so I started researching online businesses and little side hustles that I could do. And I started with, I found drop shipping. So this was about six or seven years ago now. Um, and I started doing that as a side hustle, um, which I taught myself how to do it. So I taught myself how to build a um, Shopify store. I taught myself how to find and source products. Like I didn't pay for any coaching for this. Um, and then I taught myself how to do Facebook ads and I started selling rings, uh, tungsten rings. Um, and then it was just like, it was just not profitable, right? I had to, I had to sell a ring for, you know, a hundred dollars, buy the ring for 20 shipping ads. Like after it all, it was making, maybe making $30 a sale. Um, and I was like, that's not scalable. Like I have to have a ton of money to throw into ads, which I don't have. Um, so, but then I realized like, Hey, I just learned a super valuable skill, um, in running ads. Um, and so then I started reaching out to, um, some realtors that I know. So, so I, my godparents were realtors and had a couple of real estate friends and I was like, Hey, I've learned how to do this thing. Um, would you be open to trying it? Um, and this was back in the good old days of Facebook, right? Where you could get, you could get a lead for a dollar. Um, and so I started running their Facebook ads for them for super cheap. I charged like 250 bucks um, a month for, to do it. And I really started to learn that there's so much more to lead generation than just getting a contact, right? I got fired by my godparents after two months because I generated them 300 leads. Well, why'd you get fired? You generated them 300 leads. Um, it was because they did not have a system in place to manage <laughs> 300 leads. Um, they were manually calling some of them. I doubt they called all of them. Um, they ended up getting a couple of deals out of that first couple of months. Um, but I realized right away that like, okay, there's a massive problem. Like leads are step one, right? And, and you've got to solve 10 steps before they get, they get through the door. And so um, I started looking into like, okay, well, what can I do to make that process better? Um, and that's when I crawled across high level. Um, and I actually, I actually found high level because I decided that if I wanted to, I actually, at this time I went full time. Um, I got laid off when COVID happened. Um, and so I basically said, okay, like I've already got my corporation registered. Like I've already got a business over here. So I'm just going to go all in, um, and see how it goes. And I realized after like six months of trying my hardest to figure stuff out um that I needed help and so I hired um I hired a coach business coach and they were using go high level and that's so that's where I learned about go high level um and I started using it and because of my tech background that I had in telecom and server programming and you know just really just programming software I, I caught on really really fast um you know when I first started out I would buy real estate snapshots that other people made like I spent like $4,000 um, in my first year on just buying people snapshots. And the reason that I did it was to see what they were doing, right? So I would then reverse engineer everything that they had done to make it better, um, at least better in my opinion. Um, and that's kind of really where it started to take off for me. And so then I really went all in on the actual agency side where we were doing the marketing. I, I hired a couple ISAs. Um, 
And yeah, I just kind of went and it took off in real estate. Um, and then after, you know, a couple of years, I started to really hate being in real estate. That was just, <laughs> I think anybody who's been in real estate for any amount of time probably understands why I just said that. But, um, you know, I really struggled with the fact that I had this really great skill set um, that I was, that I was not utilizing properly and getting a real estate agent to, to pay you to do anything is like pulling teeth. Um, and so then, yeah, I just ended up, you know, I did that for about two and a half, three years, almost uh, just exclusively in real estate, just trying to build every solution under the sun that I could because clients were just not converting leads. And I was, couldn't figure out why, like why client A would close three a month, but client B would close one every six months. I couldn't figure out why. And so I spent most of my time just trying to build solutions inside Go High Level to solve th those problems. But then I started to realize that you, you, can't, you cannot solve laziness. Um, and that's really my biggest gripe with, with well, the you, real estate space. You know, what's funny is that um, I was listening to a couple of things. One, I got to see Alex Formosi speak in person. Oh, that uh, would have been amazing. In, in Austin a few years ago. And he went through a few different frameworks and he says, you know, money only solves money problems, right? Yeah. When it comes to, you know, real estate, like you said, and I always, and I always tell people that I can say this because I'm a practicing broker. I have been since 2004, you know, real estate agents suck at follow-up, right? Yeah. I remember in a conference one and the presenter, the presenter did this to prove a point. He's like, I just want you guys to know I have this new system that will generate your leads, work the transaction, and then deposit your commission check for you at the end of the deal. Who would be interested? Everybody jumped up and they, they didn't realize that he was just like showing how little they want to work. Yeah. So not that real estate is a bad career, not that everybody in real estate is lazy, but too many people get into it thinking that it's, you know, I won the lotto. As long as I can pass the, the real estate exam and get my license, that I, sh I should be instantly rich. Where do I pick up my millions? You yeah. know what I mean? They, they forget the fact that when you get your license, you become the marketing agent, you become the salesperson, you become the customer service rep, you become your accountant. Like you are running a business at that point. Uh, and I think that's, that's where most people screw up, right? Um, and they don't get paid unless they close a deal. And so it's hard to invest in yourself or your business when you don't have an income to start out and most people don't. Um, yeah. And so, and, and what I was going to say is, is they, they don't like the real estate industry teaches people how to be salespeople, not to be business owners. Yeah. Um, that's the biggest, that's the biggest drawback. Now it doesn't mean that the real estate niche isn't a great niche to work. It's just, you have to understand it at a very deep level to be successful with it. And you have to make sure that you're, you're coming at it in a different way that you can't, apply general agency or business tactics to real estate. It is more being a psychologist and therapist than it is anything else. Oh, a hundred percent. And, and, and finding, you know, the big problem is finding a, finding the clients that are, that are actually coachable when it comes to lead gen and follow-up um, that will actually sit down and do it. Like when I mentioned the difference between the person closing three deals a month and the person closing one deal every six months, um, my best client, I talked to her and I said like, what, what are you doing so differently? Like you are closing 
three deals a month to the point where you had to bring on a team member because you couldn't handle everything going on. I'm doing the exact same thing for you that I'm doing for everybody else. Um, why are you so much more successful? And, and her answer pissed me off um, <laughs> because it was so simple, but it was so hard for everybody else to, to grasp. And her answer to me was, I wake up every day, I grab my coffee, I sit down in front of my computer, I see who on my list have I not called recently, and I will call 50 people. So 50 of the leads that we generated that were in the CRM uh, high level, and she would just call 50 people. She said, I'll talk to five, I'll have a good conversation with two, and I'll book something with one. She did that every day. That was it. So she spent two hours in the morning making phone calls to talk to five people, to have good conversations with three, and to meet with one. Every day she did that. Um, and that was the difference. And I'm like, it cannot be that simple. And it really was. Well, um, it, it really is that simple in any industry. Yeah. You know, you do the work, the results show up. I yeah. mean, that's, that's just the way it works. And like I said, it's not that real estate's a bad niche. And I, I honestly think right now it's the best time to get into real estate if you have the flavor for it, because, you know, it takes work. Like you said, it's hard to find people that are actually going to do it. People are going to be, you know, struggling more. And I think the biggest problem that, that I see, and obviously you didn't run into this because you understood it, was that you can't just say, I sell go high level, pay me X amount of dollars a month. Like you've got to be providing strategy. Am I right? Like that, like you have to do more than just say you have, you're going to set them up with go high level. I, I literally just had this conversation with somebody who joined our, our GHL mastery group uh, yesterday. I was chatting with him on messenger and, you know, he's got these grandiose ideas, which is great. If you have big goals, you like, you need those big goals to attain them. Um, but he started talking to me about all of the different things that he was going to be doing for all of the different niches that he could do them for. Um, and I asked him just, Hey, do you mind if I give you a piece of advice, um, just from my experience? Um, and he said, absolutely. And my, my advice was pick a niche because your marketing message will then be congruent with that industry, that niche. Whereas if you pick multiple and you're trying to get clients, you don't have a clear solution for any of them um, because you're very generalized. So I said, pick a niche. Um, now you can have a, a range of niches. So for me, um, my niche is, I have two, I have agency owners and I have um, home service businesses. So roofers, flooring companies, painters, anybody in the contracting space, because that's the tool that we've built. Um, and so pick something, pick something that you can, you can have a congruent marketing message with. And then the second piece of advice that I gave him was that do not sell high level. Don't sell it because it is too big a product to sell. Um, and when I, when I, what I mean by that is that if you get on a sales call with somebody and you show them, oh yeah, we do, you know, unified communications across all different social media platforms. We have a sales pipeline. We have email marketing, SMS marketing. Uh, we have funnel builders, website builders. We've got reporting. We've got like, you just start listing off and spewing off all of the things that you can do in high level. And people are like, geez, that sounds like a lot. And it is, it is a lot. There's a ton of things to learn inside go high level. Um, and the other problem that you're going to 
force yourself into when you do that, especially as somebody who's maybe just starting out, is that you now have to become an expert at every single part of the software right away. Because people are going to come into the software and they're not going to have a clue where to start. Um, and so my second piece of advice to him was, like I said, don't, do not sell high level. Build a niche specific solution within go high level and sell that one solution. Um, and I get asked a lot, like, where would you start? And I always, I always say, you know, Sean Clark says this all the time, like missed call text back database reactivations, reputation management, um, start there, make it so stupid, simple for them to say yes, as a foot in the door offer. And then, Hey, did you know that we also can rebuild your website on a unified platform? Um, hey, what what are you doing for your nurture and your long-term marketing or, you know, doing constant reactivation campaigns? You can then start to have those conversations. Whereas if you try to sell somebody high level for, you know, 297, 397, 497 a month as a software, they're not going to know what to do with it um, because it just does too much. So anybody that's listening, that's just starting out, that's my best piece of advice that I can give you right out of the gate. Um, is pick something, create a solution for a specific group of people and sell that to start. Um, and and that's, that's, that's great advice. I love that because not too many people, you know, like you said, everybody wants to, you know, they see that GoHilo has, you know, a hundred gazillion features and that's what they want to go build a sales page on is the gazillion features, but yet, all you're doing is confusing. You're you're confusing the consumer, and a confused mind doesn't buy, right? I totally. mean, that's just that's just the way it is. So, a, a couple of things that you covered that I kind of want to go over, but I, I start with this: is back in 2019, and I said this on the other episode that I just did earlier. I was asked to do a presentation, like how how can people win, right? And everything that I've done in all the different industries and everything, it boiled down to four principles and that those are positioning, presence, proximity, and possibility. If you can use those as levers, no matter what business or industry you're in, they all make sense and they'll all impact your business and they'll help you scale. So you started off with positioning, right? If we start with positioning, like you said, find your, you're doing agency and you know, home services. So you've positioned yourself as a solution for those things. And you've done so by creating these estimator tools, right? That nobody else has got, that everybody else, that everybody needs, right? And probably didn't even know that it was possible. So now you are, your position is like, Adam's the estimator guy. Like we need, we need an estimator tool for our website. That's your positioning. And as soon as you did that, did you see that, once you clarified your positioning, that it like impacted your business in a super positive way. Let me let me answer that question by backing up ever so slightly. Um, so, three years in real estate, I was just getting sick of it. Right, I was getting sick and tired of the up and down. You know, make a sale, lose a client; make a sale, lose two clients; make a sale. Um, and I would go in these like crazy ebbs and flows of having revenue and not having revenue. Um, and I just kind of got sick and tired of it. So I talked to my business coach and he said, you know, write down the 10 things that you're really good at and the things that you love doing, and then write down 10 problems that that can solve. Um, and then write down 10 different 
businesses or people that you can solve those problems for that have the money that you want to make. So those are the three things that he told me to write down. So I started writing them down. Um, and then I actually created estimator tools accidentally on purpose um, because of that conversation. And uh, I went and I spoke to a buddy of mine who was using my white label version of high level um, who had his website built on there. And I just said, Hey, like if you could take yourself out of anything in your business, what would it be? Um, and he had an exterior cleaning service um, that he does here in Calgary, where I'm from. And I didn't, I didn't bring up high level at all. Like, yeah, we know, I know you're in the software. Um, you're not using it to its full potential. Tell me what, if you could in the perfect world, what would you, what would you do? Um, and then he basically walked me through his day, right? Um, how he goes to work for 10, 12, 13 hours a day sometimes, comes home and he has to reply to people who requested a quote from his Google ads. Um, and then he had to go, once he was done doing that, he had to go and write invoices up for all of his clients that he worked for that day. And so that was the idea that sparked estimator tools was that my buddy's business, if I can remove you know, an extra three hours of his day so that he could spend time with his wife and daughter, that would solve a massive problem for him. Um, so I built the first one and you know, he was like, and then at the end of that, once I built it and we put it on his website, um, it was on his website for like two weeks. Um, and his opt-in rates exploded. Like they went from 10% to 50%, um, during the first two weeks of it being on his site. And so then I was, then I got excited, right? Then I was like, holy crap, what did I do? Um, so I started doing some research and realizing that like nobody, nobody is doing this. Um, if you go onto any contractor's website, it doesn't matter what specific niche they're in. They all have the same thing, right? It's get a free estimate. And that get a free estimate quote button goes to the same exact form. Um, and it's give me your name, email, phone number, and a message, and we'll get back to you. Um, and I started realizing like, man, you know, I'm a, I'm a millennial. Uh, I've grown up with technology. We're the current string of homeowners. Like we don't want to do that, right? We don't want to sit back and wait. Um, we want to know right now because everything that we want to know is at our fingertips right now with the internet. Um, and so then it, all of a sudden it just dawned on me that it just makes so much more sense why my friend's opt-in rates on his website went up so high because now you're giving people what they want. Um, so then we built multiple estimators. Um, and then in that, in that process, I also, I also just, I've been coaching in the same coaching program that I joined. I've been teaching other agency owners how to use Go High Level because it just comes naturally to me. Um, and I started thinking to myself, like, again, but going back to when I started in sales, like, why am I not doing this for myself? Right. And so then I started doing it for myself. I started, I created a group, a free group to filter people in to teach them how to use Go High Level. And then I have my VIP group, which G you mentioned and you joined, um, where I can get on, get on calls with people and walk through stuff with them. And I will tell you that my, so my revenue from my real estate stuff started to dip because I was no longer even attempting to get clients in real estate. Um, and there's a little bit of a stress period there where it's like, okay, my revenue is now dipped below my expenses and I'm trying to bring it back up. Um, but 
it happened so quickly um, because I was I was operating in a space where I am actually I, I love it. I'm happy. I enjoy all of the interactions. When somebody asks me a question about go high level, I don't have to think about the answer. Sometimes I do. Like the video that you came in on, right? There was a, yeah. a VIP member that had a very unique problem um, when it came to scheduling uh, and calendars. And so I had to think about that one a little bit, but I was able to then put it together, right? I was able to build that solution for our VIP clients. And you did the exact same thing on our call on Wednesday, right? Hey, how do I, how do I, build, how do I build webinars to be automated, right? I don't have to create a new funnel and a new form and a new auto automation every time. So what did, what did I do? You know, I get in there and I show you how to do it, but then I go and I build it. Right. Because that's what I love doing. So I'm happier doing it. Um, you know, I'm building my revenue back up again. Um, that's just the honest answer, but I'll tell you what, like, I love what I'm doing now. Um, you know, what's funny is that, um, like I said, you know, me and you got to know each other, I don't know, a year and a half, two or whatever. Um, and you just seem happier now. Yeah, I'm you, not I'm, having to fight with people. I mean, <laughs> you were never cranky because, you know, you're Canadian and all. But That's um, true. That's true. You know, but I'm just saying, like, you just seem excited. Like, I see you on these calls, like the few that I've gotten to watch. And, like, you're just like, come on. You're, like, daring people. Like, give me a problem. Tell me what you need me to do. You know what I mean? I've I've literally thought about this. I was like, I should do like a fool me Fridays um, in my free group and just say like, bring, bring me your problem. As we're doing this, you better go buy that domain right now. And, <laughs> you know, like it's seriously like that in itself. And this is what I do, which is create marketing, right? Like you go buy that domain, set it up and then run ads to it. You know, if you have, you know, if you're, you know, trying to increase your, your customer retention, blah, blah, blah. And it has to do with tech, you know, every Friday I do full me Fridays. And, you know, not only is it going to get you your positioning, but then it's going to also get people to know what you do. Cause you're going to do it on go high level and then you'll sell more go high level with so more people, you know? Yeah. And you, I, I love that kind of stuff. It's like me and, me and my partner, Brendan, like, we we intentionally try to break high level. Um, when I first built the estimator tool, I, I built it entirely through workflows. Um, and I I had to figure out how to break go high level to make it work. And I and I did it. Um, and then we had problems where it wasn't quite fast enough. We wanted it to be instantaneous. Um, and so we continued to just try to break go high level and make it bend to our will, so to speak, right? Like do, do with it what we want to do with it. Um, and that's what, that's what gets me just pumped up is like somebody brings a problem that high level doesn't natively do. Well, if you know high level well enough, you can make it do just about anything. Um, and I just love, I just love that stuff. It just, yeah, gets me fired so, up. So do you, do you, so back to my question, do you think that once you, got your positioning yourself like you reposition from hey i'm doing real estate to now i'm doing estimator and i'm doing you know problem solutions like do you think that it's made it easier for you to grow your business a hundred percent um 
like the revenue, the revenue that we've been able to generate, like really estimator tools, we launched it two, almost two months ago as a white label solution for agency owners. Um, did I say two weeks or two months? Two months. Two months. Um, and it's been like, you know, it's, I remember just a couple of weeks ago, because um, I, I post all of my training videos that I do in my free group. I post those all on YouTube as well. And I remember like one night I was just hanging out with my wife and my phone dinged saying I got paid. And I was like, where did that come from? I had no idea where it came from. Somebody just joined the VIP group because of watching one of my videos. And that's, that's happening every day, right? Where I'm not having to go and actively do sales calls and, and you know, find people that want to get on a call with me. It's, it's now happening far more organically. And I'm just, I get to do the things that I love doing. Like if, if you go today, for example, um, I built your webinar snapshot that you had requested on our Wednesday call. So what did I do with that? Right. I, I went into my group, the free group, and I just recorded a live video and I posted it to YouTube as well. Within that, I was able to build a sales funnel, um, you know, get the snapshot so that I could sell it and deliver it with a training video. So I did all of that yesterday um, in a matter of like two or three hours. So I get to go into my group and I get to like show people, and this is kind of my own personal mindset. Um, I show you how to do it because the more you know, the more dangerous you become. And if I can help people become more dangerous with what they're doing, then that's awesome. That's, that's considered a win for me. So I'm gonna show you how I built it, but then I'm also gonna give you the option to, to just go ahead and buy it. If you don't want to go through all of that, like two, three, four hours, however long it's going to take you to do, here it is. Here's an option to buy it. So I love doing that. And then while I was doing that, while I was building that snapshot and recording that video, I found a new feature that High Level just dropped that I just got so excited about. And so what did I do with that? I turned that into content, right? I was able to just go and say, hey, check out this new feature that just dropped. I haven't touched it yet. I'm going to figure it out with you right now, live on Facebook and on YouTube. Um, and that was updating custom values using, um, using workflows, which you couldn't do last week. And so, so I got super excited about it. Does that replace that tool? It kind of does. Um, if you're doing it, so here's, and I was thinking about you while I was playing with this because you had asked me like, hey, can I just fill out a form and have my webinars all update? Well, now you can because you just build your form inside high level and you go and fill it out and update your custom values with the answers you just gave it. So yeah, you can absolutely do that now, um, which is amazing. So we still, we still like the CV updater solution that we have because we have, you know, we have clients fill things out in our sub account it creates their sub account and then updates their custom values in their sub account. You can't do this as of right now with the custom values updater function that they now have in workflows. But this is the okay. kind of stuff that this is what I'm talking about, right? You ask is like, you're happier. Yeah, I'm happier. Cause I get to, I get to figure this stuff out um, and build little micro solutions for people. Um, and then I get to turn those into sales resources, right? So I built the webinar funnel because you brought it up. Um, so I go and I build it. Now I have something that I'm selling for $97 that anybody can just plug and play into their, into their systems. Um, then I figured out the CV updater piece. So now I'm going to build that into it too. 
<laughs> so you can just fill out a form and have all your webinars done. Um, so yeah, I'm having a lot more fun with it. Um, I have unlimited amounts of content from people who are trying to figure out high level because um, questions are being asked and I don't have to think about the answers. I just know them. Um, so that goes to the second, the second principle, which is presence, right? In order for you to grow a business, you have to be present where your ideal avatar is. And you being in the go high level group, like you said, is just the benefit of you get to see what other problems are. So then that just gives you content. And because you're in there and because you're answering questions, that helps your reputation get out there. It's like, hey, Adam's got the answer. Yeah. And let me give you an example of this. Um, back in real estate days for me, I had built a, I called it social media hacks for real estate. Um, I think I just need to sell that group now because it's got 1800 real estate agents in it. Um, and I'm, I'm not doing anything in there, but it took me, it uh, we, took we me talk after this then. <laughs> um, it took me about a year to get it to, I think it's, I think it's at 1800 right now. Um, I launched our GHL mastery group six weeks ago and it's at 680 members um, in, in just six weeks. And so it's, and, and I was thinking to myself, I was like, why, why did that happen so fast? Well, A, I think I'm operating in a, in my area of expertise more than trying to force a square peg into a round hole. Like I was with real estate. Um, and, and second, I think I also found, I found a solution to a problem that a lot of people were having with go high level. And it was, how do I do this? Right. Nobody has that. Um, some people have, you know, a lot of the, this is another reason that I did this too, G, is that um, a lot of people have their affiliate program, right? You sign up as an affiliate um, and inside that you get access to a membership area and that membership area walks you through high level. Um, but the problem with that, from my perspective and knowing high level is that if you recorded your training six months ago, it's no longer it's no longer a relevant training with go high level because they move so fast. And so a lot of people just struggle and they don't know how to use it. So my model is show people how to use it. Show people how to use the system. Um, my free group has a ton of awesome content because people are asking these questions anyways. And I just do live videos on answering those questions. Um, if people ask a question inside my VIP group, I go in and I record a live video showing them exactly how to do it. Um, what's the difference between my free group and my VIP group? Well, my VIP group, as you know, I get in there with you and we go and build it and get hands-on experience showing you around the system and, and helping you to build different features and different functions inside of it to serve either your business or your niche. Um, and nobody else really is doing that um, inside the Go High Level community. And I think that it's, I've, I've just hit on something that people want and people need. And now it's just a matter of getting it known. And, and to me, when I, when I stumbled on your video and I saw what you were doing and I joined, because I joined for all of you who are watching, who are thinking like, well, how, you know, how can I leverage this or, you know, grow my business, whatever. The hack that I'm using is I'm going in now asking Adam questions. He's doing these videos and whether, you know, 
because whether I, I'm not having him build them directly, obviously, like the webinar thing, he went out and built and hopefully, you know, I can pick his brain and he just magically does that all the time. But, you know, if not, then I have a VA who's trained in Go High Level that now I'm going to take Adam's video and tell him, hey, this is what I want done. Here's how you do it. Go do it. So I myself don't necessarily need to know how to do it. I'm just the middleman controlling, you know, I've got the access with Adam and then I just hired the VA to actually get push the buttons. Yeah, totally. You know, so it's it, one. Of I think it's, uh, that's an important thing for scalability. You know, that's the problem that I'm in right now is that like, how do I, how do I duplicate myself um, and scale myself? Um, that's really hard to do, but what you're doing is, is genius because you're taking those little minor tasks that would take your time and outsourcing them, um, which that's how you start to scale, right? Um, I'm putting myself in a weird box with what I'm doing now because I am the product apart from estimator tools. When it comes to the VIP group, I'm the product. Um, and that's really hard to scale unless you just charge more. Um, right well, now, you're... I think that your scale is going to come from the audience. Yeah. I think that your scale is going to come from is just getting the word out there. So then that, that leads me to the next principle that I always talk about, which is proximity, right? So there, we talked about positioning. We talked about the next is proximity. I think that that's a, a principle in business that a lot of people don't realize. Like, you know, every customer is at a different spot in their journey and everybody's starting from a different journey like your vip group is the proximity for the people for your vip group are people who need a solution right now who need somebody who's going to answer the question immediately right your free yeah, at group least within 24 hours i do my best <laughs> yeah but i mean but you know what i mean like it's not going to take them forever and you're actually going to you know get back to them kinds of kinds of thing you know what i mean yeah like it, but so the perfect proximity person is somebody who is looking for that, who's looking for answers right now. Right. And then your, your, your free group is somebody who is, you know, kind of maybe probably, you know, toying with go high level, they're doing it themselves. Maybe they don't have, you know, the money to do anything more, or they're just thinking about it. So then that's more of like, you know, further upstream than somebody who's ready to join your VIP group. Yeah, totally. And and I've been really surprised, honestly, at how many how many newbies um, are are also coming over to the VIP group. Because um, well, like the, because you're going to give them the you're going to give them the leg up on everybody else. Well, that's the hope, right? That's the hope. That that's the beautiful thing about the high level platform, right? Is that you know for two hundred ninety seven dollars a month plus your messaging costs you can build a business in a box, right? Yeah, and you can sell one client and pay for it. Um, what other business allows you to do that, right? It's, it's crazy. So whenever somebody says $97 a month is too much, I'm like, okay, you're, you're, gonna, be a, you're gonna be an employee for the rest of your life. Like that's just, that's, that's what I think. Um, if, if $97 a month is too expensive for you to get the help that you need, you're probably going to be an employee the rest of your life. Um, yeah. And that leads to the last principle, which is possibility. And that's what you're, that's, that goes directly to that, right? Like you're, you're giving, you're showing people the possibility. When, when I watched your video, the possibility, 
it instantly popped in my head because I'm an entrepreneur. It's like, crap, I can just pick his brain, send that over to my VA. I can scale this. We do enough of this. We can get more VAs. We still only need one Adam because he's going to answer all the questions. And that's, that's the possibility. And I think that that's, you know, it, it's important. And I think now that you're in your, your circle of genius or your, your zone, it's easier for you to communicate the possibility with what you do. Am I right? Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's interesting that you bring that up because when I, when I talk about, um, you know, hiring a business coach, man, that was the scariest thing I had ever done. Um, because it was going to cost me, it was 10,000 us, which with the, with the exchange rate for Canadian that ended up being just under $14,000. Um, and bear in mind, I had just lost my job, um, like six months earlier. Um, and I had no, I had no source of income. Um, my business, I, I think I had maybe like five or $600 a month coming in from little software deals that I had done. Um, but I knew I needed I knew I needed help. I knew I needed somebody who knew what they were doing that could teach me how to do it. Um, and so the idea of having no money uh, to invest in myself or my business and then having to pay $13,000 or whatever it was at the time was terrifying. Um, in fact, so much so that I, I just had this gut feeling like I was like, I know I need to do this. I know I need help. And I know that these are the people to help me. Um, I didn't even tell my wife and I put it all on my business line of credit, um, which was, I think, $15,000 at the time. So I basically maxed out my line of credit, just taking that leap of faith. Um, and I started with them in October, October, 2020. Um, and by January, 2021, I was making over $20,000 a month. And so it's like that paid for, I made a hundred and I made $165,000 in my first full year um, in business when I, when I launched and I got the help that I knew I needed. Um, and so the way that my mindset worked in that, at that time was just like, it was, I was really interested in real estate investing and I, I knew the, how money works, right? You take out a loan um, to buy an asset and then you pay that asset off over time. Well, that's essentially exactly what I did, right? I used, I leveraged credit to purchase an asset, AKA a business coach that had assets that I could use so that I could grow that asset faster. Um, and so that was the mindset that I had when I, when I first joined that coaching program and, you know, I didn't tell my wife, which is not like me at all. I was kind of embarrassed that I did it. Um, but I'm so glad that I did because that has been the springboard for everything that I've done so far, including what I'm doing now with the GHL training and the VIP group. Cause that's, that's where it all started. Um, my coaching program, the guys who run it, typically you only do it for a year and I was already just helping people because I, I knew how go high level and people didn't quite grasp it. And so I was already helping some of the other students in the program. And so they just asked me like, Hey, do you just want to stay in the program for free and do coaching and teach people how to use go high level? So that's where all of this started. Um, nice. and, that, and none of that would have ever happened if I was too afraid to spend some money that I didn't have to make some more money. 
Um, and so I am a huge advocate now of investing in yourself um, and investing in, you know, the right, the right coaches, the right people and the right assets. Because if you can buy a $10,000 asset that can make you 165, man, you're beating the stock market at that point. You're beating any market at that point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, there's no kind of rate of return on that one that, that anybody else can compare to. So what would you say if, if you had to boil it down to like, hey, if you're thinking about getting, regardless the niche, but you're, regardless if you're selling goal high level or not, but if you're, if you're struggling in your business right now and you're looking at what's going on with the economy, you know, we know that, you know, Canada's perfect and amazing and nothing's wrong in your country, but, you know. Have you heard of our prime minister? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, being sarcastic and all, but, um, you know, with inflation and think all these things, what would you, as, as somebody who just went through it, what would you say that the biggest thing that you're helping people and you're telling people to focus on right now? I would say the biggest, you know, like, like I said to the guy that joined my, joined my group, first of all, go get high level. If, if you want to start a business, go get it. Because A, it's going to help you manage your own business and B, it's going to help you manage your clients' businesses. Um, but focus on solving one specific problem. Um, don't, don't get a 10,000-foot 10, view right away. Um, you have to have that 10,000-foot goal for sure. Um, but start simple and then just start selling. Um, another, another core concept that I picked up from my coaching program is, is a concept called sell before you build. And the idea behind that is exactly what I did with estimator tools, where it's find the problem and, and sell a solution to that problem. And if that solution sells, go build it, right? Because you can spend all the time in the world inside, especially inside go high level building amazing things that nobody cares about, <laughs> right? You think it's an amazing solution and you go to try to sell it and people are like, I don't need that. I already have that over here. And you don't um, know how many people do that. Oh, it's crazy. So um, if you're wanting to get into it, first of all, just do it because 297 a month is nothing to start a business. Um, you know, even the 497 plan is, is incredible. So just start there and then, sell some of the basic functions that you can kind of give to people right out of the box um, and just try to sell it before you build it. If you're going to build a solution for somebody, sell that solution to them first and then go build it um, so that you're not wasting so much time. Uh, honestly, I wasted a ton of time building things that I thought would sell that didn't. Um, and that's kind of my new rule, right? Sell it before you build it. Nice. What would you, um, before we wrap up, just because you mentioned, you know, reactivation campaigns and everything. And right now it's, it's a hot little topic that's going on with TCPA and things of that nature. What are your thoughts with all that? Can you break down TCPA for me for real quick? Um, uh, so there's, you know, there's a big push on like California and Colorado just instituted, and I don't know if they just did it, but it's really like top of mind right now and it's everywhere where they have their own where you you can opt out of retargeting if you're a california resident um with all the privacy stuff and then like with texting they're 
the FTC here in the States is considering texting like, you know, you know, if you're on the do not call list, you're going to get fined. And there's attorneys that are literally doing honey traps to catch people who text. And then if they, if you text the wrong person, they can go back to every contact you've ever text and see if you violated them. And it's like triple the fees and all that. But how are you dealing with that as somebody, obviously, if you're just putting contact content out there, but are you doing any extra disclosures or anything like that? It's just like, think of GDPR on steroids. I don't, maybe I should worry about that more than I do. Um, but a lot of my, a lot of my conversations that I have with people are organic, right? Um, so yeah, that's what, I don't think it impacts your business much because you're, people are coming to you just from watching your YouTube channels. Like, it's not like you're, you're not running cold ads and things of that nature. Yeah. But I mean, even if you are running ads, as long as there's an opt-in with a disclaimer that, Hey, we're going to text you, which is what you should be doing um, anyways, you know, then you can text them and they, yeah. you have to tell them that they have the option to opt out. And right now go high level does that by default, right? They put that, they turn that on. So every, the first text message that you ever send to anybody is going to have, Hey, if you can just type unsubscribe to opt out. Um, now what I do is I don't send that message. I send a different message um, with my own opt-out keywords because I don't want my Twilio number getting flagged. Um, so instead of saying stop or unsubscribe, I have a keyword that says no thank you uh, or no, but it just tells them, hey, respond this way if you no longer want to receive texts. Um, and then I use go high level to opt out of things um, so that I don't get flagged on the Twilio side. Nice. So. I actually have another thing that I'm going to pick your brain on uh, in the VIP group because I want to see if you can build it. So we'll talk you about know, that. You know I can. <laughs> that has to do with and all that. But all right, man. So um, you want to give out any uh, websites or anything like that? And then we'll make sure we'll add the links to the to the episode once we get it all rendered up, um, you know, how they get a hold of you and all that good stuff. Yeah, sure. So if you want to, you know, if you want to find me, the, the easiest place to find me is on Facebook. That's kind of where I live. Um, you can find me on YouTube. I think it's at Adam McInnes. Um, I literally just created my YouTube channel. So see how that goes. Um, but the if you search for estimator.tools, GHL Mastery Facebook group, that is my free group. You're welcome to join it. If you want to learn anything about um, Go High Level, um, and if you want to join G and me in the VIP, oh man, I could make a wrap out of that. Um, <laughs> uh, if you want to join the VIP group, you can go to agency.estimator.tools slash join VIP. Um, and we would love to see you in there and teach you how to put high level on steroids. That's awesome, man. And like I said, we'll include the links for everybody in the episode. And thank you once again, Adam, for taking the time. Thank you for always answering my messages, no matter what time of day or night. <laughs> my pleasure. My wife hates it, but I do it anyways. <laughs> <laughs>